It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in to a uh, late Tuesday podcast. Sorry about the lateness of today's show, but on today's show, I want to talk about two players. We're going to look at one past player and one present player, actually, as we get you ready. Today was supposed to be the interview with Lucas Sims. That got pushed back to tomorrow's podcast. Going to have him on to talk about all things. We're going to talk about Lucas Sims here in the second half of today's show. But before we get all of that going, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast with all the many podcasting platforms. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three F's and follow the show at Locked On Reds and say the Locked On Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. Remember, uh, whenever you think of your favorite Reds memory that just got you hooked, tweet it at Locked On Reds or uh, Clay Snowden has a promotion going on. He's going to give away Nasty Boys bobbleheads, so make sure to check that out on Twitter. I've retweeted it at the Lockdown Reds account and on my own account, so look for that. Real quick here. Two Steve Assemble! Something I forgot to get to a couple of days ago, Mark Feinstein at MLB.com reported and you know is widely reported that the MLB 
and the MLBPA came to an agreement when it comes to service time and contractual stuff with this whole year and the fact that whatever season that we will eventually have will be a shortened one. They said that for service time issues, if a player is on the roster the entire season, whether they be active or on the injured list, they will accrue an entire year of service time. The troubling thing is, if for some reason we don't have baseball, and I know some people are keeping that up in the air as a possibility, which I really don't want to focus too much on, but with this news update, if for some reason we do not have baseball, they will count last year's service time and just kind of basically double it for this year, which means Trevor Bauer would be a free agent if we do not have a season which would really suck because that means that we traded Taylor Trammell uh, essentially for nothing. Now, there's, you know, there's no guarantee that Trevor Bauer wouldn't sign another contract with the Reds. He has made a point of saying that he's only going to sign one-year deals from here on out. But, I mean, th- that's annoying for the Reds. You look at the Dodgers situation, and although we all think that they didn't really give up a whole lot to get Mookie Betts, Mookie Betts would still become a free agent having never played in a Dodgers uniform. So just that's all something to kind of keep in mind as we are going through trying to figure out exactly when the season is going to start, what we're going to have as far as the season. The uh, MLB and the MLBPA have come to an agreement on all of that, which if you're a tea leave reading kind of guy or gal, uh, that's probably a decent thing that the MLB and the MLBPA are actually talking and making progress on something with the upcoming collective bargaining agreement uh, coming into question. Lots of people basically assuming there's going to be a strike, which again, another reason that there may not be baseball here in the future, which I would hate to see. But the fact that they were able to come to an agreement like this, which is something that they needed to do, One of the things I'm going to talk about with Lucas Sims here tomorrow is just the turmoil of all this and how he is dealing with it as a reliever and a guy who, you know, it's not exactly a foregone conclusion that he was going to be on the Reds roster. I think he's going to make it, but just one of those things that got to be scary for him. At least he knows there's some kind of certainty should the worst happen and there not be a season this year. So anyway, let's jump back into something more fun. This is all confusing. Why do I have to keep learning new things? Too many serious things going on in this world. Let's talk about something fun. The Inquirer posted a little bit late last night a awesome just photo gallery of one of my favorite players. And I think if you've been a baseball fan long enough, you can tell who one of your favorite players are and people will Look at you cross-eyed because you're not picking a dude that has amazing career stats or, you know, he never really won too many awards, if any at all. I'm talking, of course, about Pokey Reese. Growing up, I mean, my favorite team growing up, uh, you know, at least until they really got good here in the late 2000s, was 1999. That team was absolutely amazing. And one of the main reasons that they were amazing is they had an amazing second baseman. Pokey Reese's best year was 1999. He played the most games, had the most at-bats in his career, 
he didn't have the most home runs. He only had 10 home runs. He had 12 home runs the next year, but he had the best batting average of his career at 285, best on base at 330. That that's going to tell you something by the way. He wasn't exactly a great hitter, but I think we don't remember him mostly for his bat. We remember him for his glove. I mean, if you want to get technical about his bat, his career OPS plus was 68. Look, I get it. That sucks. I'm not going to sit here and say that Pokey Reese was one of the best second base bats that the Reds ever had. And in fact, when you stack him up against Brandon Phillips, he might not be the best fielder, but my God, he was a good fielder. I mean, we all remember Brandon Phillips because he's the most recent second baseman that we had. And honestly, probably one of the best fielding second basemen ever. But Pokey Reese was damn good too, man. Like, he's a guy, and maybe you've got a player, too, and you hit me up on the Lockdown Reds line, let me know at 513-549-0159. Who's your favorite player that people probably look at your cross-eye? Like, Pokey Reese is one of my all-time favorite Reds. Like, he's not, he's not my all-time favorite Red, but he is a guy that really got me hooked on baseball. The, the plays that he made, and some of these photos are awesome on Cincinnati.com and the Inquirer. Like, they got a photo of him turning a double play where he lands on his right foot and his left foot is straight up in the air. It looks like, you know, he's got a straight line made with his legs, he, he, but he landed perfectly. I mean, if he was an Olympian, I think he'd have got like a 10 out of that. Maybe, I don't know. They stuck the landing, you know, but he always did stuff like that. And you always saw plays from Pokey and the fact that he got to play side by side with Barry Larkin in his prime years, just absolutely phenomenal middle infield. I know that if you stack him up against Brandon Phillips, you're going to pick Brandon Phillips, but Pokey was one of just an amazing segment. And, and, you know, obviously Joe Morgan as well. I'm not even going as far back as Joe Morgan. He's the best second baseman that ever played the game. Whatever. I'm talking about Pokey. I love Pokey. I don't know what your thoughts are on Pokey, but he's one of my favorite players of all time. If you've got access to um, the Enquirer or something like that, go check out that photo gallery. Absolutely amazing. Coming up, I want to talk about Lucas Sims, but before we get into that, I've got a question for you. No, it's not about your scale. I bet you thought I was going to ask you about your scale. No. Have you ordered from your favorite restaurant lately? I know most of us, depending on exactly where you are, maybe this doesn't apply to you yet. It's probably going to pretty soon, so just get ready for it. But those of us here in Ohio and Kentucky and Indiana, we all know that we've got this whole safe in place thing. Restaurants are not open. Bars are not open. Everything is either carry out, delivery, drive through, what have you. There's a great service out there, and I've talked about them before, Postmates. If you have not tried Postmates, we've got an offer for you today. If you, for a limited time, Postmates is giving uh, you, my listeners, $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the Postmates app and use the code LOCKED ON. That's L O C K E D O N. You'll get $100 in free delivery. And let me tell you what, that is something sweet because Postmates is going to go and grab your food and bring it to you. I've gotten Jersey Mike's on that. I've gotten Skyline on that. They bring it right to your door, and you're not hungry anymore. That's the code locked on for $100 of free delivery credit with no minimum purchase. So if you just want to, I don't know, just for some reason, if you're weird and you only want one Coney, 
Or maybe say you just want some chili cheese fries or you want a small sandwich or something. You don't have to order $15 or $20 worth to get this. No, no minimum purchase for your first seven days. And you can get $100 in delivery credit with code locked on. Postmates, anything you need, anytime you need it, just Postmate it. Okay, now's where I ask you about your scale. Because look, if you're trying to keep in shape during this whole locked in, locked in, locked on, locked in, if you're locked in, safe in place, you want to keep in shape, willpower is a good thing. The right equipment is even better. And Withings makes a smart scale called the Withings Body Plus Body Composition Scale. When you step on the scale, it's going to get your weight, your weight trend your full body composition, even a weather report sent to your phone via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Withings is the company who created the first ever smart scale, and they are still the best at it. It's kind of like the Reds. They're the first ever professional baseball team, and they're still the best professional baseball team. I defy anybody to spot the lie. But with Withings, with Withings, go to Withings.com slash MLB for 25% off your body plus body composition scale today. You can get the first and best ever, I mean, Withings first ever company, but the best ever smart scale, the body plus body composition scale for 25% off at Withings.com slash MLB. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB. Going back and looking at the deal that brought Lucas Sims to the Reds, the Reds traded Adam Duvall and got back Sims, Matt Whistler, and Preston Tucker at the time was lauded as a pretty fair trade for both sides. And really, when you look at it, Adam Duvall has become a rotation player for the Braves. He's not really an everyday outfielder for them anymore. Last year, he only play, he only had 120 at-bats in 41 games. Now, he did bat 267 with an 882 OPS in those games. He had 10 home runs and 120 at-bats. So not terrible numbers for that, but they have a super talented outfield. He's probably going to be a bench player for them. And and whereas the Reds on their side, they got Whistler, who's no longer here. Preston Tucker, who I think like a week later went back to the Braves because the Reds just couldn't figure on using them. But they got Sims. Back whenever the deal happened, Sims actually kind of profiled as a starter. The Reds have since gotten really talented at the starting rotation, in case you didn't know. And so they moved him to the bullpen. Last season was his best season. He didn't have the most innings pitched in his career, but he had 57 strikeouts in 43 innings. And also 57 strikeouts compared to just 19 walks. Really controlled the ball pretty well. He needs to bring his fit down just a bit, 4.45. But as far as his career is concerned, it's trending in the right direction. He's got a couple of really strong pitches. I'm going to ask him about. Uh, on tomorrow's episode, just his mentality and how he approaches this, especially this year, because coming into the season, we heard from the front office and David Bell that they were basically slotting him in as a reliever. Now, he wasn't guaranteed a roster spot or anything like that out of spring training, but he's out of options and he's a talented dude. So you do the math. I'm pretty sure he's going to be on the everyday roster and be a bullpen arm and a pretty solid middle relief option for the Reds, if I do say so myself. And the kind of guy that if the Reds wanted to have a bullpen day, he could be the starter for that. He did that a couple of different times last year. But when it comes to 
how the outs are made for Lucas Sims. He really relies on two pitches, and they are some damn good pitches. According to Baseball Savant, both his curve spin and his fastball spin are in the 99th percentile, which means very few people spin the ball better than Lucas Sims, and he throws those two pitches the most. Throws his four-seamer, at least last season, 50% of the time, and he had a curveball about a quarter of the time. The rest of the pitches were kind of a hodgepodge of a slider, changeup, and sinker. And really when it comes to even the the technology and all that stuff, they're pretty good at distinguishing between a slider and a curveball. But the way that his curveball breaks is the kind of thing that could get mixed up with a slider. So I could probably see the curve percentage being even a little higher than that. But the good news is those two pitches are amazing. I know that they were talking about maybe working on a third pitch if he were to become a starter. I mean, you don't want to be a starter and only have two tricks up your sleeve. But the way that he has used those spinning fastballs and curveballs to strike guys out 57 in 43 innings pitch, that is an amazing rate when you look at it. A strikeout per nine of 11.9. We're talking about, dare I say, chappy. I mean, not exactly a oldest Chapman type numbers, but we're getting up there. And it's nice to have that kind of a dude if you're thinking about him. Because, I mean, when you look at the pecking order of the bullpen, you've obviously got Rysel Iglesias, Michael Lorenzen, Amir Garrett, Pedro Strope, and Robert Stevenson, probably you're figuring on are going to be your late inning guys. And then you've got guys like Lucas Sims, Cody Reed strong arms that really profile as your sixth or seventh inning guys if you need them in the sixth or seventh inning. Hopefully your starter's getting you to at least the seventh in an ideal world. But Lucas Sims is a very talented guy to have as an option coming out of the bullpen in the sixth or seventh inning. The one thing that uh, he'll need to watch more this season is he tends to give up a lot more fly balls, which we always talk about any type of fly ball pitcher in Great American Ballpark is a rather interesting recipe. But looking at last year's statistics, like percentage wise, he did get, he did induce a lot more pop-ups than the rest of the league. The major league average was about 7%. His was 14%. So double that. I mean, that's not bad when you can induce weak contact that just pops the ball straight up in the air but hopefully he can kind of skew his ground ball percentage a little bit better last year just 26 percent compared to the rest of the league at 45 percent so work that curveball maybe strengthen the slider or something like that i know he barely threw his sinker according to baseball savannah was like 0.5% of the time, or maybe he can work on the changeup. I don't know. We'll talk to him more about that tomorrow. I'm just really excited to see him to continue to develop. The Reds probably have themselves a pretty strong reliever who maybe in the future could be a starter. And they got that all for a left fielder who, if they ever made a movie about his life, they should have Rob McElhaney play that. Just, Just look up the picture of Adam Duvall and compare it to Mac from it's always sunny. It's pretty close. I think it could work. Anyway, that'll do it for us here today on the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Reds podcast. Make sure to subscribe. That way you don't miss a single episode because you're not going to want to miss tomorrow's episode. Looking really forward to this conversation with Lucas Sims. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked On Reds. 
And save the Lockdown Reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159. couple of topics, a couple of questions I have for you. Your favorite memory that hooked you as a Reds fan. And if you have a favorite player, a favorite Reds player that when you look back on it, you're like, okay, well, he's not a great player. I'm never going to argue that he's the best player that the Reds ever had, but he's my favorite player. He's, he's, he's up there for me. Let me know. Lockdown Reds line or on Twitter as well. But thank you so much for listening to the Lockdown Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.